0: three lines off repeat and now showering with water rather than beer, it's episode 10, The Touching Base, a podcast from Baseball Softball UK. I'm Luke Stott. Whilst the rest of the country was gripped by the FIFA World Cup, it's worth reminding ourselves that we're not just good at football. Here to do just that is GB's Matt Tomlin, part of the European Championship winning men's slow-pitch team from earlier this summer. Together, we'll discuss what it's like to win a European Championship Staying focused, and combining softball with travelling. This is the Touching Base Podcast, and it begins right now. Okay, so I'm joined today by Matt Tomlin, who was at the recent uh, Men's European Slow Pitch Championships. And before we get into all that, I was just wondering, Matt, if you could introduce yourself to the listeners and give us a bit of a rundown of your career to date.
1: Yep, that's cool. Hi, uh, um, I've been playing softball. Well, I've grown up playing softball, really. Uh, officially, I've been playing softball since I was 14. Uh, started off playing for the Pyros in Nottingham, a uh, club run by my dad. So I've grown up playing with my family, which has been amazing. Um, but I started playing for Great Britain. When I was 16, um, representing Great Britain at my first European Championships at under-19 level, uh, when I was 17 in Denmark. And then from then, um, I've gone on to represent Great Britain um, uh, lots of different times in all over the world, uh, playing slow pitch and fast pitch. And yeah, I've really enjoyed it so far.
0: Yeah. So ostensibly, we're here today to talk about the recent gold medal winning performance by the GB men at the European Slow Pitch Championships. Uh, you were part of that. You played shortstop in the final. And I just wonder if you could give us a bit of a taste of the atmosphere heading into that final.
1: Uh, the atmosphere heading into the final, um, we were pumped. Yeah, um, we'd had a great week so far being unbeaten um, and we were ready just to keep doing what we were doing. Um, the atmosphere of the team throughout the whole of the week was incredible. Um, it is probably by far the best team atmosphere of any of the tournaments that I, uh, I've I been on representing Great Britain uh, that we've had. The, the group of guys that went and the staff would just... Yeah, it was it was amazing. So the, we didn't go into the final any differently to how we went into any of the other games, really. Um, yeah. Just go and keep doing what we were doing. Yeah. Um, as a team, we were batting amazing, um, and we knew that we knew our batting was um, gonna win us games. And we went out there, and that's what we did in the final.
0: Yeah, for sure. And obviously, you were one of the younger members of that squad. Uh, was it uh, quite a formative experience for you, uh, being around lots of other more of experienced players, or is it a case that you've played for GB for so long now that actually you you know what you're about and you just all that was actually.
1: That was actually something we spoke about after after the tournament. Um, the coach mentioned this. He said, what we did and how we played over the week was such a big achievement for all of us, not just for the fact that we won, but down to the fact that if you actually looked at lots of the team members, they haven't been playing softball for years. They haven't grown up playing it. Like mm-hmm. the, with the likelihood of other teams that went to that tournament, they will have grown up playing it. And for us to go and do as well as we did, having people that have only played been playing for five years, which in the grand scheme of things, to play a sport isn't that long, um, and to go and do as well as we did. So in softball terms, um, I was probably the one of the only ones that has grown up playing it. Um, there obviously were people who are more experienced in terms of the competitions that they've been to, um, but uh, so it was a, it was a range. I didn't feel. <laughs> like a rookie but I don't think I don't think the people whose first tournament it was I don't think they did it was very much a a group of people that were in it together there was no segregation between those that had been there before and those that hadn't we were a team and it was it was really good
0: yeah for sure and you talk about people getting very good uh, and making GB teams in a very uh, short space of time I just wonder, what do you attribute that to? Because it is relatively rare, uh, even in in our sports, in fast pitch and uh, baseball as well, it tends to take longer than uh, five years typically to create a national team, an international player, I should say, and other sports, it's even longer. So I was just wondering, what do you put that down to, that real acceleration in people's skills?
1: Um, I think with the people that have done it, they're, deaf, they're very athletic as it is um they uh, i know to like two of the members one grew up playing hockey one grew up as a football goalkeeper um so they've got their athletic they've got the skills to come and play sport at a high level um so i think it's just down to that they've come in and their natural ability is just shown throughout and they've picked up the game quickly and um yeah, and it just sort of shows through that they've taken the skills from one sport and brought it into softball, um, and they might not have the perfect softball swing, um, not that many people do, but they like they've come in and they've excelled in the sport.
0: Do you think uh, athleticism is sometimes overlooked uh, in slow pitch, especially?
1: Um... I don't think so. I don't think so. I think um, in slow-pitch softball, if you're athletic, you're quite often going to be pretty good at it. Obviously, it takes a lot of hand-eye coordination as well, but athleticism is something that helps in softball. You don't necessarily always need it. Um, It is a sport that has a lot of people of uh, different uh, athletic builds, um, but I do think it is something that if you are an athletic and come into it as a new participant, it is going to help you a lot.
0: For sure. Okay. That's, that's really interesting. Um, it's something we've seen that the average age of a slippage player is, is around their mid thirties. Uh, so um, for you to have sort of grown up in the sport and come through and hit your sort of five, six, seven, eight years in the sport while you're still a Uh, in your early 20s as you are now uh, it can be quite rare and it's quite interesting to see someone who has that natural athleticism anyway um, and how they view uh, the softball community around it Uh, so going back to um, the the Europeans uh, that happened here last month yeah so what were your personal highlights what are the things that have stuck with you now we're sort of a month after the fact
1: um obviously uh coming back with the gold uh is always nice. Uh it's the first first G B gold that I've um that I've got and that was incredible. Um the moment that we win it, the captain in a inside the park home run. Um, Mark Bowman, that was that was special. Um um but personal personally, um i I did struggle over the week my I didn't play as well as I wanted to um and I think the help that I had from the other team members to come they were always there to pick me up um and I know that whenever anyone else was down, it was the same with everyone uh they were we were always there to back each other up, and I just think the team mentality that we had um nobody ever got angry with each other about any mistake or anything like that we were always there to pick each other up and i think that showed throughout the week that people got past people made mistakes but they they got past that because of the way we were as a team and i just think that was yeah really really good really really yeah. good
0: yeah and it's, it's going back to that atmosphere isn't it that um it feels like you were really put in a position to succeed if you will and the sort of distractions seem to be seem to have been minimized and,
1: yeah, we didn't. Yeah. To be honest, before going, we didn't know how good we were going to be compared to the other teams. We had we had no idea. With it being the first ever men's slope at Europeans, um, we didn't know what to expect. Um, and with a large group of, of the squad, it being their first ever European Championships, and and with a lot of um, a few others being fairly young like we had a fairly young team going uh, in general we didn't know how well we were going to do how well we were going to do so I think our expectation of ourselves wasn't as high we wanted to go out there and compete always mm-hmm. but we didn't know we were going to do that well as a team you yeah.
0: Do you think that was a real advantage in the end, having those managed expectations?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we didn't go and pressure ourselves to say, okay, we're going to go out here and win it. We wanted to do that, and that's what we did. But we didn't say, if we don't, it's a failure. Um, We wanted to go and perform as a team, and we did that, and that's what won us the competition. So if anything, we didn't go out there saying, let's win the competition. We went out there and said, let's perform as a team. And show what we can do, and that's what we did, and that won is the competition.
0: I think it's really interesting. Some of the things you've said there seem to echo um, some of the things we've heard coming out of the England team playing at the World Cup. Um, in that real team ethos, uh, putting people in a position to succeed, focusing on the on the controllables. Yeah. Um, it does seem that culture and atmosphere, uh, when especially when it comes to tournaments. Um, At least it's been my experience, especially in sort of higher level sport, that that's really important is fostering a a constructive environment, Um, like holding people accountable, but at the same time giving people the best opportunity to succeed. Uh, And it's quite interesting that you know, please tell me if uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems as though that happened quite spontaneously in your group um, at the championships. Was that or was that something that was planned out? and I think
1: I think it was largely down to, to everyone's sort of view when they were going out there we just yeah we, we went out there to enjoy ourselves as well as play hard we went out there to enjoy ourselves and I think all of us went out there in the right fra- uh, frame of mind and we just yeah I think that is important. Mm. Um, yeah. To put just the right just just the right amount of pressure on ourselves, but not enough to make us perform worse. If you, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think yeah, uh. we just we worked well as a team, and just we were always there for each other. We yeah, I just think it worked really well. I I don't know I don't know whether it was thought out beforehand. It seemed just to just be natural.
0: Yeah, That's for sure. Uh- if you cast your mind back to when you made your GB debut and part of the under-19s, um, yeah. what's the differences, do you feel, for you as a player and you as a person between those two championships, the one when you were under-19 and the one you've just completed?
1: Um, still nervous. Still yeah. very nervous. <laughs> um, I don't think that'll ever change. Um, yeah. But also, although nervous, more confident this time. Um. I think that's down to knowing knowing the people around you knowing the staff better knowing the um just how how it works playing for GB um I think going in as a 16 17 year old um it's quite difficult to know how it all works at that level um and my my GBW, um, I remember very vividly playing second base, um, and I made lots of mistakes in the game, um, um, and I struggled to deal with that at the time. Um, but the difference here was I had the people to back me up and show that they had they had their confidence in me, which meant I had confidence in myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's um. It's a real difficulty when you've got to have, by definition almost, um, an extreme short-term memory. And yes. so when you make a mistake, you have to put it to one side and be ready for the next rep, for the next ball yeah, that's hit. You have way. to, as
1: soon as you're, if you're, if you're thinking about the last play, you're going to make a mistake on the next play.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it, it's
1: um, hard, it's hard to get it out of your head. And it's something that takes a lot and I've still not, I've still not mastered it. And I don't think there's not many people that completely ever master it, but. It's something that you have to do to be able to play at the highest level. Yeah,
0: for sure. And talking about playing at the the highest level, uh, you're not just a, a slow pitch player. You also play fast pitch. And I know you've also played some baseball as well. Um, mm-hmm. How do you think playing all three sports uh, helps your development as a player?
1: Um, obviously, um, I think the issue with, with fast pitch at the moment is the amount of game time that we get. Um so I love both fast pitch and slow pitch um softball. Um but with fast pitch you don't get enough game time. So I feel there's a lot of fast pitch players who in great Britain, in Britain who also play um slow pitch softball. Mm. Um and for me I play both to a high as high level as possible. Others just play they'll play the fast pitch and play the slow pitch to get the game time. Um So I feel the issue with fast pitch at the moment is the amount of game time we're able to get. Um, Baseball, I've generally played. I I don't know enough about how the uh, whole baseball system works in the UK, but I've played um, a small amount of it, um, only due to if I had the time to play all three to the max, I would. Um, Hmm. But unfortunately, I haven't got the time to commit to all three. So I've committed to softball at the moment.
0: Yeah. For sure. And uh, it's interesting to talk about, what, um, well, uh, on a previous podcast, we've had conversations with uh, Liam Carroll, the head uh, baseball coach for GB, yeah. and Rachel Watkins, is the head uh, softball coach for GB. Uh, both of them say that it's the real challenge in the UK is getting enough reps, um, yeah. is playing enough games. And, yeah, you know, there are key differences between slow pitch, fast pitch, baseball, uh, but there are an awful lot of similarities as well. And, yes. yeah, I know from my perspective, I play as much as I can. Um, I'd certainly like to play on a lot more fast pitch. But, again, similar to you, it's all about having the time to be able to do these things. And you find that you improve uh, incredibly quickly as a player because you're you're essentially taking two, three times more reps than someone who's just playing one particular sport. Um yep. And you've worked, uh, you've recently graduated from Nottingham University. And before that, you founded the club at York University. And so you're sort of no stranger to coaching. Um, how, have you, how have you applied some of the lessons you've learned throughout your development to coaching what are in many cases brand new players um, once they reach the university system?
1: I think it's just encouraging them to keep at it. Um, you see lots of people uh, give up quite soon, um, but I've also seen people that have started playing softball and struggled to hit a ball. Um, and now, two three years down the line, I see them at tournaments and they are playing really really well and enjoying it. And that's amazing to see. Um, it's just it's encouraging to keep at it and thinking about the basics. Um, every coach that I've had, even up to coaches that have. Coach me at Great Britain. They've always said focus on the basics. Play simple softball. Um, it's not about making the extravagant plays. Obviously, they're amazing when they happen. But if you play simple softball, um, hit your base hits, make the easy outs, you're more likely to win games.
0: Yeah, for sure. The uh, you know I I preach uh, when I coach and I play. Uh, just focus on the fundamentals. Make the routine plays yeah. and. Um, I always equate it to language, for example. Like you can't write poetry if you don't understand how a sentence is constructed. Mm-hmm. And you know, softball, baseball, they're all it's the same. Um, if you're able to perform the fundamentals, the more advanced things will come because they're just a variation of the fundamentals. Um, yeah. and it, it's a great way to get players involved. Uh, you can see them develop their skills so quickly uh, and improve. Uh, so rapidly uh, which you, you've talked about uh, yourself like um, so just sort of uh, looking uh, elsewhere like if you look at uh, you know July 2017 to July 2018 it's been quite a big year for you um, yeah there's uh, two university national championships there's a world champ there's a uh, you've been to the world championships with uh, GB slow pitch uh, you've Uh, being the MVP at the NSL Nationals uh, for the Chromies when they became national national champions. Um, Do you feel you're pretty well integrated into slow pitch now? And do you see what you're doing as maybe an example for other players your age to be able to come into slow pitch and prioritize slow pitch in a big way?
1: Um, I do feel pretty integrated into it, but I'm not going to take that... um... I'm not going to just sit and be happy where I am. I I am not not where I want to be as a player yet. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know I can still get better. Um, Yes, I won the Nationals MVP with Promies, but the team behind me, uh, I pitched that game and the team behind me was incredible that that whole weekend. uh, We were just as a team, we were incredible. Uh, At the World Cup with the Great Britain team, um, I played a lot of shortstop there and again we were just a good team, it isn't just about individuals, uh, it is about being in a team, every team that I play in um, I I just, I enjoy being part of the team, it is, it is a sport of it's a team of individuals yes but you have to back each other up mm. uh, and be part of the team all the time and that's why I love the sport so much Um I would like to think that um I would like to think that people my age will look at me and think and think that it, it inspires them to to keep trying at the sport and keep going and get where they want to be and I haven't I've, I've been lucky with the opportunities that I have had um and and but that doesn't mean other people can't get the same opportunities if they work hard.
0: Yeah mm, for sure. Um you seem very focused on your own improvement as a player um what sort of areas do you want to improve upon in, in the coming years uh what sort of what at this point if you were to evaluate yourself and put yourself on a scouting scale where would you like to be in a year's time versus where you are today
1: um obviously just to, to improve as an all-round player I want to improve my consistency there's days where i can I can be I can play and I can be terrible I'll admit that I'll be the first to admit when I'm having a bad day. Um, I want to become more consistent and um, I want to go and I want to play at the highest level possible. Um, I'm actually going to New Zealand in September to play out in uh, play fast pitch out there for a season um, oh, right. to go and improve my game as much as possible. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, so I'm looking to do that to get the game time, get the reps, get the at-bats at fast pitch because that is one thing I don't get in the uk um we get six weeks of the gbfl um and unfortunately nothing else in throughout the year so it's a bit difficult to keep the reps up with the batting so i want to go out there and improve yeah my fast pitch my fast pitch batting a lot hopefully um Mm. and come back and hopefully bring stuff back here see how it all see how the they work out there being world champions um and come back and hopefully bring something back that i can bring to others as well as improve my game
0: yeah for sure so how long uh is the season in new zealand
1: uh set, end of september to march april so
0: right so you're going to be out there for six seven Early. months yes right i see okay and that that's a that's a big commitment isn't it it's um it takes something special it really speaks to someone's character to up sticks and uh, go across the world for half the year um, into a completely new environment purely with the intention of improving their performance as a player. Um, What inspired you to make that decision?
1: Um, Travelling is always something I wanted to do. Uh, I think it's important to go and get those experiences away from what you used to. So not even thinking about softball, it's something that I've wanted to do, go and visit other places in the world. But... I know that um, regarding fast pitch especially, I'm not going to get where I want to be staying in the UK and playing fast pitch in the UK. Mm. Um, So going out there and playing at that higher level um, will hopefully improve my game. Um, And just different experiences. Um, I want to play the highest level I can and I know that the level in New Zealand is incredible uh so i'm i just i can't wait to get out there to be honest I can't wait to get out there
0: yeah it sounds like an incredible opportunity and so how did you go about organizing uh this trip
1: um so uh being on the men's uh, great britain team um lots of the or a few of the players that play on the men's team are um based in uh new zealand
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so having spoke to them um coach kevin stockford he he originally he's originally from uh, new zealand uh so knowing him and talking to people that he knows out there uh, i've managed to sort myself out a team um and i also know a few people that live over there so i'm hoping to sort out accommodation and work etc so it's just through people that i know um and then i've also contacted contacted the auckland uh softball governing body um and they've helped me help me sort our team as well so Yeah, Yeah. just sort of using people that I know and the governing body over there.
0: Yeah, excellent. And this is the the great thing about uh, baseball and softball is they may be minority sports here. Uh, We have around 25,000 players nationwide uh, playing our sports, but in world terms, they're absolutely huge. And it's a great unifier um, and a great... Um, pathway for people if they do want to travel it's a great excuse to do so Uh, we've had previous um, podcasts where I've been talking to Callum Vinyl uh, of GB Baseball who's played for a season out in Germany Uh, we've spoken to Liam Morrison who has been playing uh, a lot of European slow pitch tournaments and we see it time and time again that uh, softball baseball fast pitch um, they're real avenues for people to Leave the UK and go and compete everywhere else, and able to uh, interact in something familiar um, amongst sort of a completely brand new environment. So it's really, um, it's really heartening to hear how uh, you know young people really commit to this and move forward and are really open to these new experiences.
1: Yeah, playing for playing for Great Britain, playing for the Meteors, uh, and even coaching at York has given me friends across Europe, across the world. Um, people who have come to your university from other countries and I now know them. And if I was ever to visit that country, I know that if I wanted to go out and play over there, they would help me out. Mm. Um, even so going and playing for great Britain at the under 19 level, I know lots of the lads that are my age from Denmark, from a couple from Czech Republic, uh, from Israel. So I've gotten people that I know that if I ever wanted to go and play in other countries, it would be fairly easy to do. Uh, it's a very social sport. Even when we go and travel as a team at Great Britain International competitions, um, you will always get talking to people from other countries. And I, I love it about that. There's not a there's not a, a, a hatred between teams. It is, it is a, a mutual respect for each other.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, we even see in NSL 1 and 2 that people fly over from other countries to compete in those tournaments. Yeah. Um, so it, it does work both ways. Uh, yeah. So it was interesting. Um, you mentioned this sort of fraternity between different teams at these big championships. I was just curious, who was the best team you played against uh, in your time? So best far, team I've played
1: Britain? against in my time? Um, yeah. In fast pitch or slow pitch?
0: Uh, let's go for both. Uh, let's start fast pitch first.
1: Uh, fast pitch. Um, I would say in general the Czechs in European level seem to dominate. Um, however, best team I've ever play against has got to be New Zealand.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. that it, it was incredible to play against them. Um, yeah. The first time we played against them wasn't actually at the World Championships. It was at a warm up tournament. Uh-huh. Um, and we started off we we started off giving them a good game we held them a couple of innings we to not many runs we we started off surprising them i think um hmm. a little bit but yeah they are by far the best team that i've played against
0: yeah um was this at the world championships last world year Champions in canada championships, yes yes yeah okay and what makes them so good what's um what is it about their game that makes them so tough to play against
1: um Fast pitch wise, obviously their pitching is um, their pitching depth and just speed and the movement mixed together is is incredible. Um, but they're just so well drilled. Um, everybody everybody knows the game so well, and as a team, they almost move in unison. Mm. Um, you can tell that everyone knows where they need to be, dependent on what situation occurs. Um, and it's yeah, it's just it's, it's amazing to watch.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then, so moving on to slow pitch, um, who are the people that have most impressed you?
1: A slow pitch is, I think, um, it's a bit different with slow pitch in the fact that um, I think you can see this, you can see it in the, if you look at the NSL results this year, how who a team that is seen as the best team can lose to a, to a much, on paper, weaker side. Um, it's, it's so hard to predict. So I think, it's more difficult to say who's the best team I've ever played against. Um, this year at the Europeans, the team that consistently gave us the hardest games was the Czechs. Hmm. Um, but they only came fourth overall. So it's a bit difficult to say. Um, the Germans on their day are a very, very good side. Yeah. A very, very good side. Um, so it's a bit more difficult to say who's the best team I've ever played against uh, regarding Slovic.
0: Yeah, sure. I'm just curious, Did you um, you played the Americans, didn't you, in, in America in, in Florida? In December. the World Cup, yep. Yes, yep. The World they were Cup a very, battle. very
1: strong side. They yeah. were a very strong side, but uh, as such, they so were the Canadians who were, went on to win it um, that day. Bahamas have a very, very strong team. I would say okay. the top four within that tournament, um, any of the teams could have beat each other on yeah. that day. Um, uh, it was a between those four teams, it was a very, very good tournament.
0: Yeah, for sure. And are they are they mainly boppers or is it they have defence as well? They're not going to just beat you over the head with the bat. They're going to be able to actually play oh, defence uh, as well. Oh,
1: yeah they, they yeah, they can use their gloves. They they have got some of their arms and speed in the outfield is insane. Um, and to be honest, not the American team that was there, they weren't all over the fences. They were... Yeah. They were consistent bases. They didn't come and just smash the ball over the fence every time. They were consistent base hitters. Um, yeah. yeah, they they were very very good at just getting on base consistently. And yeah, yeah, it was it was very good to watch again.
0: Fantastic, excellent. And so you've told us just to finish up. You've told us that you're going to be heading out to New Zealand uh, in September and staying there until April of next year. i was just wondering what else you've got planned between now and then.
1: Um. Obviously, I fly out in um, mid-September. So up to then, I'm going to the Super Cup with Chromies uh, in Italy, um, Mm. the club Europeans. And again, I'm going to the Fast Fit Super Cup with the Meteors in early September um, before I go out. But then up to while I'm in New Zealand, it will just be focusing on playing out there as much as possible and learning as much as I can while I'm out there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Brilliant. Well, well all the best. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You can follow us on Twitter by searching for at UK. And if you're interested in playing our sports, simply go to our website, www.baseballsoftwareuk.com forward slash play to find out more. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with episode 11.